Well, they say move it or lose it. And our next guest is a professional when it comes to helping people uh, like me, dare I say, and perhaps like you, to move it. Isaac Xavier has had over 30 years in the well-being industry. And for me, well, look, I can't stand that label, well-being. I think it's overused. However, when it comes to a positive mindset and an affirmation to live well, healthy and strong, Isaac might be the man to change my thoughts on that well-worn title, well-being. He's a Bachelor of Applied Science with a diploma in neurophysics, a certified rehabilitation trainer, and so much more. He's a qualified man, and I'm pleased to say he has his own podcast promoting well-being for the over 40s. Isaac, thanks for taking our call, and welcome to Your Life Choices. Oh, look, happy to be here, John. Excited about spreading the word about, shall we say, aging young. Aging young. I love that title. That, that's wonderful. Who, who came up with that? Uh, my business partner, and um, I call her Tink, her real name's Summer, but she's like a little Tinkerbell, so I call her Tink. And we brainstorm things all the time, and that just came up and said yes, that so often the paradigm is that people feel that they need to deteriorate physically and sometimes mentally, emotionally as they age. Yep. And I said, heck no. Um I hope to be a walking example of that and other people, other clients I've had where they've come to me and said, well, you know, I just have to accept my age and my doctor told me this and my physio told me that. And Isaac said, no, you don't. No, no. And I said, well, here's an example <laughs> and here's the truth based on studies, many self-studies though. So we say the secrets to the fountain of youth and science now backs it up beautifully. So Yeah. So tell me... Um your studies uh, when it comes to people of a certain age, uh, how, how has that uh, been applied to, to what you do? Well, there's the three aspects, physically, emotionally. When I say spiritually, it's just having a purpose in life, something greater than yourself. And there was a wonderful study, huge, actually, a meta-analysis, 148 studies done over seven years, over 300,000 people involved. And the researchers from the various universities in America asked the question, what are the top 10 things to live a long life? But no one wants to live a long life if you're falling apart physically and mentally and emotionally. So what are the secrets to these people who have a happy, fulfilling and long life? And most people would say, okay, well, you've got to exercise and you've got to keep your weight at a decent, you know, leanness. Don't smoke, don't drink too much. And they were all in the top 10, but not the top two. The top two have nothing to do with health and fitness at all. Would you like to know what they are? Nah. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> so it all comes down to relationships. What they found, and you see this in, um, have you heard of the blue zones across the world, like in Sardinia? It's one place in Japan where the people live. Absolutely. The, the like highest the numbers of yeah, octogenarians, so people live, live over 100. Yeah, and of course uh, the uh, the Mediterranean diet, which is so important as well yes. for those there. Yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. So what they found was that number two on the list was having a good network of genuine friends, as in a good social network and people, at least two to three people you could rely on in a crisis or if you're feeling really just in a bad place, you know you could pick up the phone and they'd be there for you. Sure. But the number one is the one that I love the most because it's something that everyone can do 
immediately and it will make your life so much better. And it's what's called social integration. And what it means is just the genuineness in how you interact with people and that you're really living on purpose. And a really simple example is a way that my dear late mother, she would be the sort of person that would walk into a, a party and then walk out two hours later with 10 new friends. She just had such a way of being so present with people. And so the, this whole social integration thing is just simply applied that everyone that you come into contact with your day, whether it's the person you get your coffee, your gardener, the person in the supermarket, someone you bump into in the street, that when you have a conversation with them, even if it's very brief, that you're 100% present. There's no future. There's no past. You are totally there for them. And I ask the question, so why is this number one? Why does it give us this longevity, but this youthfulness? And it really comes down to the fact that when a person is very present, they're not worried about the future and there's no regret about the past. So their whole nervous system is in a state of ease and rest. Without going into too much detail about the neuroscience, we've got the parasympathetic nervous system, which is that rest, digest, and play. And then we've got the more stress sympathetic nervous system, which is fight or flight, which we've all heard of. And so when you're in that really quiet present moment and really putting yourself second and that other person first, you're in this amazingly graceful, calm state. And so that's what I put it down to that on a, on a biological level, really being genuine and being kind and thoughtful to other people is the number one, shall we say, secret to the, the fountain of youth. Well, folks, I'm not speaking to the Dalai Lama. I'm actually speaking to uh, Isaac Xavier, who has very many of the philosophies that you would find, and and that's quite right. And uh, having a diploma in neuro, neurophysics um, would certainly have led you towards a lot of the understanding of insightfulness. And I remember my mum always said to me, dear, wherever you are, be there. Yes. My partner would say, let's go to the ballet or let's go to something. And I think, ah, a little bit out of my comfort zone, perhaps. Mm -hmm. I always go along. I say, I am here. I'm going to absorb and I'm going to get something out of this. Yeah. And it always seems to work. It does. Um, it, it's just amazing. Uh, but, of course, there are a lot of people, uh, obviously, Isaac, who are socially don't have the same social integration mm. and th those those coping mm. techniques and uh, they feel, you know, a little shy. And they, I mean, they, then there's buffets like me who, you know, will say, get into a lift and go, that is a terrific looking dress, or give some sort of, <laughs> sort of a little comment or, 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 or compliment. Um, everyone, or haven't been punched out yet, yet, but everyone sort of said, oh, thank you very much. And, you know, mm. but it's always genuine. Like I, if I see some, like they're wearing some great looking shirts, I say, they are great looking shoes. Oh, yeah, you like them. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, have a good day. See ya. Um, and it's uh, it, it really does it works and it feeds me as well. I'm not trying to do it to be a you know an idiot or you know be a tosser, but I, it's I just find it's um, a very positive attitude that's easy to have. And I feel so sorry for for folks and you must also who um, who find it you know hard and they're curmudgeonly and don't want to sort of interact yeah. in a positive way. Because I've researched all of this, the whole mind, body, spirit, because you can't separate them. And so people who are very shy or find it really hard to socialize, I've done a lot of research on trauma and the neuroscience of it. 
So when you see a person who finds it very hard to connect with others, mm. and I say to those people who are listening now, if you find it really, really hard to do that, don't put yourself down because if you've been through trauma or many different traumas or whatever's happened to you, you're living in a very normal protective response. And so the question is, so how do I get out of that? Because we know that social isolation is a real killer. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, and dare I say, everyone says, oh, it's not like the old days when uh, every, all the neighbours looked after one another. And But how do we change that? Because part of what Tink and I are creating at the moment is the beginning of a global movement where everyone has each other's back. So the person, so you, you. That's a lofty old aim there, Mr. Isaac. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I said, I'm, I said, you know, I'm nearly 60, so I'm not, almost halfway. So I'm going to live to 120 years old. Are you then now? At the, yes, yeah, well, it's totally biological, biologically possible. Right. Um, based on all the, the neuroscientists and biologists out there. And have the big party, then at the end of the night say, yep, I'm done. See you in the next life. I'm going to wake up dead. And then it's just having that positive approach. And all of the centenarians that have been interviewed by especially this wonderful psychoneuroimmunologist wow. called Mario Martinez. Try and yes, say that after a bottle of scotch. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, he interviewed lots of centenarians, and, and he said they all have this amazing look into the future, and it's all positive. Realistic, they're not just you know big, smiley, happy faces sure, all the time. Sure, sure. But they just have this, no, this is where I'm going to go, and this is I will be able-bodied and able-minded. But they had this amazing approach where one guy, um, he was 102 and he went blind. And instead of seeing it as a bad thing, he, uh, when Mario asked him, so what, what's some of your challenges? He said, none really, because I've got more friends around to help me. But the wonderful thing is now, I, when I talk to a woman, I actually have to touch her, not the creepy way, of course, touch her to actually get a you know, sense of who she is. So that's a bonus. So they change everything they turn into a positive. You know, the old saying is that, you know, mm. get lemons, make lemonade, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, you know, problem is an opportunity in disguise. So coming back to that one point, because I don't want to leave people if they're saying, well, you didn't give me the answer what I do if I'm one of these people who's been through a tough time and I find it really hard to socialize. But know that there's people everywhere, if you're open to it, that will want to connect Everyone loves to talk, tell their story. So if you feel like you're really, really isolated, especially if you live by yourself, to just reach out. There are many organizations, many different places, volunteering, whatever you can do. If you're just able to take that first step or ask someone to be there to help you to do it, I've seen incredible transformations where people have been in this little shell and now they're just up and vibrant and really living their, uh, a life that they hadn't lived for almost their whole life. Uh, now, of course, you spoke of that, that island off Japan, Okinawa, I think it is, and mm-hmm. also the parts of the Mediterranean. Now, let's talk, ab- Sardinia, yeah, yeah. now let's talk about the diets that those folks use. Basically, what it is is um, a little bit of everything. So it's not carb and hydrate, of a, it's like everything you spoke about, plenty of vegetables. It's mostly plant-based. They'll right. have... Right. A little bit of meat, but they won't have a lot, maybe with lunch or dinner. But it's all about having a very diverse amount of plants. That's the one key point. There's been stacks of research, and this is right across the world, but especially in these places, 
But the big thing about the Mediterranean way is that food is a celebration. Mm. So they don't sit in front of the TV with a microwaved dinner. Yep. They, it's a celebration and everyone shares it. And they'll have a glass of wine. They won't have half a bottle. They just have one glass and they share that. And the food is locally sourced. So it retains more of its nutrients because after a couple of months, if you know, fruit or vegetables have been picked, often they can lose 10, 20, even 50% of their nutrient value. The other day I went to a supermarket because I normally go to, uh, in Melbourne, we have some wonderful markets, including the Victoria Market, and I go there uh, almost every week and buy the fresh fruit and vegetables. And boy, oh boy, it doesn't cost a lot of money to eat well. No, it doesn't. So just to conclude, and I want to give your podcast mm-hmm. a, a plug shortly, but give sure. us, say, five tips or a couple of tips that Isaac Xavier would believe is going to generate a longer and happier life for our Your Life Choices audience. Sure. So in very simple terms on the physical level, drink plenty of water. You know you're hydrated. If your urine is a light-coloured yellow or clear. I've got my water in front of me. Thank you. I could not agree more. Super, 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 super important. Yep. Second one is posture, how you hold yourself. It's not just about standing up straight. It's a whole attitude to life. And I coach so many people. I've had people 80, 90 years old that I've helped to get out of those walkers if they really didn't need it, and stand up straight and their whole life becomes more vibrant. It's amazing, um, isn't it, What psychologically that, that is when you say, you sit up straight, hold your shoulders back, and it really does work. You know, It's just fantastic for the brain and for the body. Yeah, and with regard to food, yep. as you said, plenty of, plenty of plant-based, which I make it as plant-based, local, but also be present when you're eating. Don't inhale your food. Be yeah. present, and if you can... Be as social as you can. So yes. not everyone in front of the TV, you know, family dinners with friends. You've just got to get off your bottom and uh, and do it. And that and that's the last thing, take risks, because you think about it, that we've got all got a finite time on this planet. It could be tomorrow. It could be 10 years. It could be, we don't know. But if you just say one moment, you just take one moment to – Put yourself just a little bit second and someone else first just to see how they're doing, just to have that connection. Because as you know, the fountain of youth is all about human relationships. So if you take a risk and know that, hey, it might work, you might get a gruff response from people, but I guarantee you that would be one in 50, one in 100. Isaac, you have been absolutely sensational and uh, I wish you and your partner wonderful success with your podcast. So please, let's give it a big wrap now. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the podcast is called The IX, as in my initials, Isaac Xavier, The IX Experience, which you can see on Spotify or um, iTunes as well. And we've also got an online program called The Same, The IX Experience. IX Experience. That, um, yeah, The IX Experience. The- and it's all everything that I've spoken about. We get guests on all the time, super qualified, amazing people that speak about all of what I've spoken about, but in much greater depth. If anyone wants any information or anything, our website is www.ixe.life. Ixe.life. So you can get a whole, whole stack of information and videos and all that stuff for free on there. Take care, Isaac, and thank you so much for giving up your time. Oh, 
My pleasure. It's been wonderful. Thanks, John. Well, I hope you found that interesting and uh, certainly it was a lot of food for thought. And Your Life Choices? It's Australia's longest established and most trusted digital destination for the over 50s. Hello, that's me and it's probably you. It's uh, always free to become a member, so if you know someone you believe could benefit from Australia's lightest online resource for seniors, then why not suggest that they head to the Your Life Choices website and become a member. I'm your host, John Deeks, and on behalf of Ian and all the team here, be well, be happy, and we'll see you next time.